0: Hey there, everyone. Uh, Welcome to this episode of the Lore Boys. Uh, Just wanted to let you know that I thought it'd be funny to play with a soundboard. Uh, Just so happens this soundboard doesn't come through on uh, the way that we're recording right now. Uh, So I interrupted Ethan a bunch, uh, and it's not even going to come through for you guys. So if you hear a stop or or comment on things, I either played a a, a noise of a, a duck quacking, a small golf clap, um, maybe um, a, a bedumps for for a joke or something, among other weird noises. Uh, all to say, uh, the episode's still there, still some good lore. But if you hear us reacting to something that you don't hear, uh, it's because of uh, the way that we had our stuff set up. But, anyways, enjoy the episode on forty K Rogue Traders. <laughs>
1: Uh hello and welcome back to the internet's number one fake history podcast, The Lore Boys. I'm your host, Ethan Palmer, and today we'll be talking uh we'll be talking about, by request of friend of the show and patron, David, last name withheld, rogue traders of the Imperium in Warhammer 40K. With me, oh, as always, cool. is Peter. Hello. And Jimbo. Hey. Yeah. <laughs> well, <hi>. <laughs> uh <laughs> Uh, I want to give a special shout out to uh, new patrons, Honey Boy and Reese. Thanks so much I, for supporting
2: the show, keeping the lights on. I've been saying Honey Boy to myself uh, ever since your email came in. I've just been like, honey boy. Uh, (laughs) Every time I open Gmail, I see it sitting there waiting so we can put it in the episode. Because obviously we've got like our invoices and shit like that coming in. Invite
0: for the Squarespace. And every time I'm just like, honey boy. Ultra quickly, there was once a man in the middle of winter on the lawn next to mine. And he was sunning his belly in the middle of winter. And he saw me walking by with my dog and he yelled, I'm the meat boy. And slapped his belly. I think about it
1: a lot. God fucking bless that, man. Oh my god!
2: I want to know the the Bermuda Triangle ghost powers that divide our street because I never see Jamie's collection of carny freaks.
0: And I am like a a kilometer away. (laughs) You gotta get out more. I find them near your house too, man.
1: I I, I, think Jamie just goes on a lot more walks than you. Yeah, (laughs) that's true.
0: I don't have that dog.
1: Um. Yeah. So we're gonna be talking about Rogue Traders. Um. There, I I thought about doing a Baldur's Gate episode because it's it's be very relevant in the SEO right now. Um. But then at the same time, I was like, I'm gonna end up butting up against some spoilers when I'm playing the game as well. So I I didn't want that to happen to myself. Uh. And Rogue Trader is coming out by Owlcat. I mean, um. On the Patreon bonus content, which will be coming out tomorrow, Jamie asked me my opinions on Baldur's Gate Three. Uh. Where I go into a little bit of detail. I'm actually way more excited about Rogue Trader than I then, then I think I was about Baldur's Gate 3. Not because uh, I like Warhammer 40k more than D&D. The opposite is probably true. But because Owlcat, the studio putting out Rogue Trader, is the studio that did the Pathfinder games, Kingmaker and Wrath of the Righteous, which I yeah, think are, are yeah, yeah. fantastic, fantastic, true-to-form tabletop RPGs set into a uh, into video game format. Um, so I'm really, really excited to see what they're going to do about Rogue Trader. Uh, and so I decided that we we could, we could do an episode about it, huh? I um, yeah, yeah. so I, I we've done plenty of episodes on Warhammer 40k before. You shouldn't need to really have listened to any of them to understand what's going on. Uh, if you want the, the crib notes that you'll need for this episode is that uh, space is scary and full of monsters and war, uh, <laughs> and there's an empire uh, that, that is the Imperium of Man that, that tries to carve out our own little slice of it while genociding all the alien races. You know? Oh, yeah, you
2: gotta right. do what you gotta do. <laughs> I know, a, I know there's a, a sister of battle in this game, isn't there? Which is the army that I briefly was into painting during the when pandemic. You,
1: when you say in this game, you mean in the uh the CRPG in, that's coming out
2: in Rogue Trader? Yeah,
1: I I'm not sure. I like I, oh, I don't I, I don't really okay. know much about the CRPG. So rogue like Rogue Traders are a faction in Warhammer 40k. The original, the first edition Warhammer 40K was Warhammer 40,000 Rogue Trader. That was like the in- initial title of Warhammer 40K was Rogue Trader.
0: I I'd play uh, a game called Rogue Trader where you like run a shop, but there's like roguelike upgrades along the way, and you try and be like the best shop in town or something. That's, that's
1: Moonlighter, dude. Don't you own yeah, that game? Yeah, I, I, was I, I say
0: play this. Moonlighter. is <laughs> sort of that, sort of that. There's not like like a uh, boost uh, your your sales by 50% for this or um, swords sell for 25% more or something, you know, there, there could be something. Yeah, that game
1: exists. I mean, I feel like uh potion craft also kind of touches on that a little bit, but I like uh, game.
0: yeah, shop Titans. It does. I think. <laughs>
1: yeah. Uh, uh, Ra- Raid shadow legends for sure. For sure. <laughs> oh, yeah.
0: <laughs> oh yeah. When are we at a sponsor? Yeah. Yeah. Uh,
1: yeah. So just, I guess quick, quick tangent, quick side note. Um, the original Warhammer 40k rogue trader, was It is like the, t- the the first iteration of the tabletop game we know right now, which is like this strategic, you place your little minis and it's very much like simulated warfare where you take turns positioning your armies and fighting each other. Um, the original one, uh, Warhammer 40k Rogue Trader, had a lot more uh, like tabletop RPG elements, so there was a lot more role-playing uh, implied in it and things like that. But um, yeah, originally it, it evolved from, from Rogue Trader. So this faction, the, these people of Rogue Traders, have, have always kind of been a thing. And the, the CRPG coming out from Owlcat will presumably be, you know, you'll be playing these rogue traders. So on this episode, we're just going to talk about, like, who they are, what they are, you know, possible origins you'll probably have in the game. Um, absolutely. Uh, Sister of Battle makes a lot of sense coming into this. And we'll, we'll get into all the possible or all the most common origins that uh, rogue traders come from, what a rogue trader
3: is, what's a warrant of trade, all that stuff. Cool. Oh, uh, sure.
0: <laughs> all right. <That's- laughs> I found a soundboard. I'm sorry. I'm just going to go
3: ahead and quickly (laughs) delete that from the
1: server. Just real quick (laughs) here. Oh, it says we have no, it says we don't even have. Oh, it's because you're nitro. That's why. So you just always get it no matter what. I was
2: so <laughs> fucking confused because it came right as you were just like, all right, yeah, we're going to get into it. And then the beat drops. And I was like, oh, no, Ethan's <laughs> trying something new. He's surprising us <laughs> with a plugin. <laughs> I, I, found I, found one that
0: has, I found that it's one that says, let's get it. And if it wasn't music, I thought it would have been cool. We were like, let's get it. And we just hop into the lore. But it's sure. good. Our
1: DMCA now now DMCA'd on DMCA'd. YouTube. Now it, now our, our 15 YouTube viewers aren't going to be... We're not going to get paid for that. No, uh, no. We're dead. <laughs> I'm going to start us off with a short quote from Saren Travius, uh, who is a rogue trader in the fiction. The endless dark of the universe is yours if you but reach out to take it. Yield nothing. The void respects only strength. So fringes and halo zones, untouched by the astronomic hands light, are home to renegades and pioneers, remnants of forgotten ancestors. Uh, the majority of the Milky Way galaxy remains enigmatic, perilous, and uncharted, even in the late 41st century. Uh, the Astronomican, if you guys will remember, is like the, uh, the beacon that the God Emperor sets up to allow humans to tra- uh, traverse the warp. Uh, okay. So you, you need the Astronomican to traverse the warp. If the God Emperor on his golden throne should ever die, or when he does eventually die, uh, humanity won't be able to achieve faster than light traveling. Okay. And basically we be all cut off from each other.
2: Right. When, the, when the god emperor's second term finally ends
1: yeah exactly <laughs> uh, the emergence of new worlds alien societies boundless resources necessitate the creation of this faction called rogue traders, who are independent imperial agents they're empowered by licenses from the adeptus terra they venture into uncharted territories both beyond and within the reach of the astronomic they're essentially the, the, the best parallel for them is probably corsairs like they are or privateers they're pirates who have been hired by an official body to do pirate things in the name of the Imperium, essentially?
0: Yeah, so space okay. Interesting. Uh, I was learning about buccaneers this week because, uh, of course, when I was at Bobby, friend of the show's place, there's a book "Buccaneers 1600 through 1680" on his on his, <laughs> on his uh, And apparently, it's a very French group of, uh, of of pirates. I didn't realize it was specifically because Bucan was like uh, basically the original barbecue food and uh bouquin became buccaneers uh and you really and said
1: was- you really said bouquin is the original barbecue food and like there was a, a dangling uh uh assumption there that like pirates barbecue a lot French par- pirates barbecue a lot yeah, like, they, I feel they like they we missed a do. logical leap somewhere.
0: Well no I I <laughs> something whole they did. Grill on deck yeah. just like rocking <laughs> all over the place.
1: I mean it's, yeah it's
0: something they did yeah that's that's why yeah. they're called that yeah
1: yeah you cool. just you skip that explanation you're just like yeah Bouquet is barbecue, so French pirates, dude. Yeah.
0: <laughs> well, <laughs> okay. If you couldn't could make that assumption in the middle, then you, you don't get to follow me. All right. <laughs> all right fair, fair, fair. fair. <laughs> uh,
1: rogue traders, originally called Rogue Traders Militant, emerged during the Great Crusade and the Horus Heresy. So, around the time of the Horus Heresy, and that you know about ten thousand years ago, uh, rogue traders are kind of emerging. They're unique individuals c- combining exploration, conquest, and interstellar trade while serving the Imperium of Man. They're granted a starship, a crew, and sometimes even space marines or Astro Militarum forces. Astro are the um, Imperial Guard, just another playable faction in, in Warhammer 40K where you play as like the regular humans. Uh, oh, where, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> like the space marines or the Astartes, you, you get like these 12 foot tall super soldiers and you get, you know, like 15 of them. Astra Militarum is you get like a bunch of regular humans, but you get, you know, 45 of them for, this, for the same point cost as that 15 point uh, the 15 mm-hmm. uh, Astartes. Right, cool um rogue traders are hereditary imperial nobles so they're all nobility uh and it's not that uh only nobles get to become rogue traders it's that being issued a warrant of trade makes you noble essentially oh. so uh it's essentially a royal title uh we'll we'll get into more on the warrant of trade and, and kind of how that works uh who's issued it when and uh towards the end of the episode their mission typically is to explore uncharted galaxies beyond imperial control uh not galaxies sorry i wrote galaxies but this should be star systems uh there are instances so all of warhammer 40k takes place in the uh in the The milky Milky Way way galaxy yeah uh we talked on the tyranid episode a bit about how like oh tyranids came from another galaxy like they were they traversed the void between galaxies uh and they're the only species that as far as we know have done it
0: right
1: that we know have done it i say because there are rogue traders who have like documented left the galaxy heading for other galaxies. we just have never never heard back don't know if they made it you know who knows if enough time has passed
0: that's it time gets so funky if as soon as you're going that way or whatever it's like yeah you go when you go away and come back time uh, time is a funky thing yeah but-
1: distance to, distance to the nearest star is is very very far distance to the nearest galaxy is <laughs> incomprehensibly far yeah, right? yeah.
0: <laughs> yeah wow it's we like, got enough hard tech for a trillion year voyage boys let's go
3: <laughs>
0: I, th- I was watching something last night and i think if you look at the nearest galaxy the time that it took to get to our eyes we hadn't even begun our evolution yet no like so yeah. like the the light that we're seeing is from so long ago because it takes so far yeah so yeah so that's what the rogue traders they they might still be out there exploring
2: yeah, uh, those so, are called traitors as if it's just like go to this uncharted planet in this savage galaxy that we exist in, and it's like see if they've got spice. I think that <laughs> would be, that would be great. You take yeah. <laughs> take the, take, the, take our technology, see if they need it. Basically,
1: yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. I mean, it's it's not to see if they need it. It's more like claim it in the name of the emperor, right? Yeah, That's course. it's all uh, it's all colonialism <laughs> in space. So, uh, <laughs> Your
2: Majesty, the Tyranids have no use for silks yeah, <laughs> yeah. It's, just, it's just like all dressed up
1: yeah, it gives Tra- them the opium
0: <laughs> yeah trade offer you get opium and like many diseases we get yeah. your land. Yeah. yeah exactly <laughs>
1: yeah. um 2.5 million light years so uh, if you if you look at andromeda that the light that's hitting your eye left two and a half million years um mm-hmm. uh, so yeah.
0: That's the nearest fun. visible galaxy. You can even see it in the night star uh, sky if it's right. bright enough.
1: Yeah. That's yeah, yeah, the nearest, the nearest.
0: Anatomically modern
2: humans did not exist at all. That's like <laughs> we were still little 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 chimpanzee dudes rustling yeah. around eating tubers.
1: I still am, honestly.
2: I'm a, still a big fan of tubers.
1: And I'm still a little chimp eat tuber.
0: <laughs> yeah. <laughs> how how do we get here guys? Panspermia? What do you think? I probably, think uh, yeah, yeah.
1: I think God probably created us. Okay. From, uh, do you want to know do you want to know a fun fact uh i told jamie this not that long ago but i've been yeah i finally got got by youtube shorts i quit reddit finally but i got got by youtube shorts um
0: i've been watching I, the vsauce ones too now that you have i'm like oh well ethan's watching them i better check them yeah,
1: out too. yeah Vs- vsauce is very good there's this other guy i never remember what his his channel is or anything so youtube shorts not doing a good job of like selling it <laughs> to me the algorithm knows i like them uh, but he does a lot of like biblical translations. He does a lot of language stuff and he does a lot of like translations for the Bible. Um, uh, uh, Eve was created from Adam's, Adam's rib. rib, Adam's rib. So in the King James version, that is, that's where the translation was made to English to, or to Latin probably at the time, uh, and, and made to be Adam's rib. The original word, it, it came from, uh, cele, uh, spelled T S E L E, I believe. um, is in the Bible 40 was in the Bible, like 47 other times. And only one time was it translated to rib that time, every other, t- every other time that word means half or side. So Eve was created from half of Adam, but because of patriarchy and wanting to make sure that women are subservient in the new world order, you change it to rib, right?
0: Interesting. Yeah. Yeah. So fun little fun fact for you. Yeah, I, and I like it. You can start to think more metaphorically about it, too, like being your other half and all that stuff. And mm-hmm. like, Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. But, or just yeah. half rack of ribs, you know?
1: yeah exactly eat them up eat, eat,
0: eat them eat up, up. <laughs>
2: exactly. yeah I'm pretty hungry I, I'd kill for a half rack of ribs right now Oh, don't I, talk I, about
1: food Jamie Peter's fasting come on I forgot
2: oh. Pete's fasting I just had they a they tell nice me big, so rumbly I had another so bacon egg sandwich for lunch it was very good <laughs> I had a couple of grapes don't tell my doctor
1: they're uh, gonna
0: see it in your butt when they go in there see they're
1: gonna see your butt grapes dude <laughs> <laughs> gross <laughs> So dur- during their journeys, rogue traders often uncover uh, forgotten human civilizations. We've talked in the past about uh, like the dark age of humanity where warp storms ravaged the galaxy. And, uh, you know, we, we were pretty much spread out. We were quite spread out across the, the galaxy and that all that was kind of lost. Um, these civilizations are often integrated by the Imperium uh, into the Imperium by Adeptus Mechanicus explorator fleets, uh, fleets, and Imperial Navy expeditions. I didn't actually see or look up if any of like the Primarchs were discovered by rogue traders. I'm pretty sure they were all discovered by the Emperor, but uh, probably because he can like I don't know like gene seed. He's got the psychic powers. He probably knows like can feel where his children are. You know. Yeah. Uh, he's got a compass in his head. Um, no, he's
2: very much like uh, I give you opium, you give me my giant son back. Is yeah, exactly. It's the actual like trade yeah. he's
0: doing he's a but, helicopter parent he makes them install the gps and all of their suits of armor and yeah, so they yeah, exactly. keep it on don't leave your suit of armor at home i need to know where yeah. you are at all times yeah,
1: exactly if you yeah. miss
0: your bus i'll know
1: yeah yeah. Uh, yeah the the ruinous powers are just like a monkey's paw where he's like i'm a helicopter parent they like subjected all his children to like psychic helicopter crashes to spread them across <laughs> the <galaxy>. <laughs> <laughs> uh so but i'll say like i I think rogue traders like serve the same function for worlds that aren't the Primarch worlds right so like we we've talked about like you know when the god emperor shows up on a world and like convinces his son mortarian like hey you're on the plague world or whatever like let's let's deal with this world's problem like rogue traders kind of serve that same role just not on the Primarch worlds right right uh where they just go they find these new worlds they see these like abandoned human civilizations that have been living there for for thousands of years and we'll like reclaim them and be like oh yeah by the way we have spaceships and stuff you, you guys are good you can stop dirt farming but also there's a feudal hierarchy so don't get don't don't think you're gonna get too far away from dirt farming, right yeah you're gonna, yeah, yeah, you're yeah, gonna yeah, space yeah. dirt farm now
2: <laughs> uh, <laughs> you can make bricks
0: but like that's the highest level of tech we're gonna give you
1: <laughs> exactly Work uh, they,
0: your way up to become a trader, then you're no, you're noble all of a sudden. Maybe that's yeah, a good crowd yeah. to go. You know,
1: it, it's absolutely a good crowd. I mean, you got to get issued the warrant though. It's it's not easy. Right. Uh, um, you, they'll also discover worlds just suitable for for new colonies, uh, expansion, ex, uh, exploitation. Um, they get very rich in the process. Rogue traders are very good at lining their own pockets. They increase resources, influence, all that stuff. Again, they are nobles. A lot of a, one of their functions is kind of as a diplomat. Uh, but there are also like noble houses, and you get like lineages. Uh, so like increasing your influence is, is also like very beneficial to so, say like I I'm the one who conquered the uh, petrol planet with all the gasoline that the empire could ever possibly need. You know, and then, <laughs> and then like here here's here's Johnny Dugood being like oh well I uh, I conquered the uh, wind power and solar planet full of uh, pristine solar panels and and wind turbines.
2: <laughs> you know. Uh, I'm thinking yeah. more about the I can't the believe petrol. that guy was lost in the warp.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I'm thinking more about the petrol planet and there's like a duck there who swims into dawn soap and you have to rub oil on it to get it yeah. off. Oh, <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> Uh, the sir, contamination uh, thing when you get back sir, on board just sprays you with Dawn, yeah, <laughs> yeah. Sir,
1: sir. Oh no, a, a tanker full of Dawn uh, Dawn dish soap is spilled into the
2: oil oceans. Like what? <laughs> <laughs>
3: Our precious oil.
2: <laughs> it's just eating a, Yeah, eating like a big cavern into like, it. like perfect like Caribbean blue water underneath. They're like disgusting. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> so... <laughs> <laughs> Uh, a rogue trader clean gets- pelicans, covering them in oil. Sorry. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> right.
1: uh, a rogue trader gets their clout, like I said, from something called a warrant trade, uh, and it quickly becomes their most valued possession. These warrants are hereditary, giving rise to rogue trader dynasties upon issuance. Uh, these dynasties receive a distinct coat of arms, serving as an identifier among the imperial nobility. Uh, they're empowered by the high lords of Terra, so the existing, like, old nobility of Terra. Uh, rogue traders hold authority to traverse the Imperium and beyond, enabling lawful interactions with cultures forbidden to regular Imperial citizens. Uh, so, you know, your your regular uh, Joe schmo is not allowed to talk to aliens. Rogue what, traders are.
0: What would your rogue trader insignia be? I think I want like a a wolf or a bear or something on it.
1: Okay, bear would I'll be pretty cool.
3: Dynasty.
1: I think mine would be like a pick, like a. a very detailed image of me, like mercilessly executing an alien that didn't subdue ah! to my will. You know what like I mean? Standing,
0: <laughs> yeah. standing over it, holding its head with a knife to its throat exactly.
1: Throat yeah, throat a, cha- okay. a chain knife because it's 440k, right? Oh, cool, cool.
0: Yeah.
2: I-, I definitely have one where, again, me deified, maybe a little bit more stylistic, uh, like closer to church art. uh Bringing Christianity to filthy pelicans. I think. Oh, there oh.
3: you go.
1: You're your, you're you got like one of those like brown apostate robes over your like spacesuit.
0: Yeah, <laughs> like, <laughs> like, the little
1: the little rope belt tied around the your waist
0: jesuit hat yeah yeah <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you got
1: the taunter haircut and everything i think <laughs>
0: what I you're know. i think what you're wearing now is pretty good just pete wearing uh having an insignia that has uh come written in come yeah, uh, yeah. You know, it would be pretty
2: good wearing my adam uh, Cleveland
0: right. merch <laughs> <laughs>
1: Uh, rogue traders possess the privilege to engage with these cultures on their own terms, as long as their actions align with the Imperium's interests. So they're given a lot of headway to be like, "Hey, this is your job; just get it done. However, you need to get it done. Don't break too many laws," kind of thing. Uh, in many ways, rogue traders are the only truly free people of the Imperium. They're not beholden to the God Emperor's strict laws, though. If they fly, if they fly their wings too close to the metaphorical sun of heresy, rogue traders will be fiercely punished by the loyal servants of the Emperor um but it has happened before that you know some of them get a little too lax start dealing with you know uh, uh chaos space marines essentially and uh we'll we'll get caught by the inquisition uh,
0: trader tra- tra- tra-
1: tra- tra- they're traitors. they're traitors. Tra- tra- <laughs> um rogue rogue well i mean rogues right in the name right yeah. uh r- rogue traders have dared to cross uh like i said before the starless intergalactic voids the success of such missions remains shrouded in mystery due to the limitations of psychic communication over such vast distances so uh we've talked in the past about uh the or the past the few minutes ago on this episode the warp the immaterium being how we traverse uh uh great distances and and travel faster than light it's where psychic powers come from it's where faster than light uh communications come from is by psychically communicating through the warp And the warp is created by the presence of life, essentially. So the space between galaxies is introversible via the warp because there is no warp between galaxies. That's why the Tyranids are the only race to have done it, uh, or like that we know have successfully done it, because they don't use the warp. They just plan ahead and will travel for 3 billion years and not care.
0: Uh, Yeah, I was watching a thing about uh, quantum entanglement. And they're thinking our uh, future long distance communication is they find like two particles that are entangled and if you rotate one uh, of these particles like 30 degrees no matter where the other one is in the universe it also instantaneously rotates 30 degrees so you somehow fucking turn that into a walkie-talkie and you have instant long distance travel but none of it makes
1: any sense none of it makes any any sense we put a bunch of sand we put, uh, put a bunch of sand in a box and run some electricity through it and we get the computer. You know, yeah. it's like none of it makes any sense. It's all. <laughs> I refuse I refuse to rule out the existence of a god because this is so sloppy like this yeah. is just such a <laughs> such a poorly done job and, that, it's like, and how do things
0: become <laughs> entangled and how do they find the infinitesimally small two things that are entangled together or is there a way that they like a magnet rub them against each other until they become entangled no idea and it's all magic I, mean, yeah. I don't understand how magnets work ICV, I I but, mean a
1: lot of a lot of a lot of quantum, lot of boom, quantum boom. physics is uh is theoretical right like a lot of yeah. it like hey it works out mathematically but like a lot of it we haven't proven or tested and it's impossible yeah. to test but like yeah. quant, quantum physics like it, it came around in the 90s and it's kind of it's kind of like robotics or automation where it's it's just perpetually been like oh we'll get there like 10 years we'll have quantum yeah. computers you know like yeah. like wake me up when it happens kind of thing
0: but hey they found like the higgs boson they found like a couple of these things yeah, that they that they, yeah. they thought were out there and then they, yep. they did find
2: them so. yeah, higgs boson with an equation written on his forehead, is the main villain of Death Stranding.
0: Call back. Check out Harry uh, oh, really? Bonus oh episode. Wow, it, good. And the, the villain really adds mass to the game. Well,
1: more like H- Higgs Bozo, am I right? He ah, is. Uh,
0: <laughs> Got him. Bozo well, is a, yeah, it's a harsh thing to call someone, man. Uh,
1: operating without the central authority of the Imperium, rogue traders must make critical choices regarding alien cultures, discoveries, and dangers. Confronted with potentially hostile Xenos races, they may seek eradication or simply information gathering. Alternatively, beneficial Xenos may lead to contact and relations, or even integration. Um, should a planet prove rich enough in resources, technology, or minerals, Rogue Traders may opt for plunder, returning to Terra with a trove of space treasures, alien relics, rare minerals, and groundbreaking technologies. Um, the role of a Rogue Trader demands substantial resources and spacecraft troops and support staff. So they, they, have, they have an army. Uh, you know, it takes a village to yeah. plunder an alien world. Uh <laughs> vast fleets of voidcraft, colossal cargo ships and devoted settlers accompany them prepared to establish colonies on newfound worlds Uh, foremost among these resources in our uh, grimdark war future are the fighting forces of course Uh, I was going to ask if
2: it's just bodies right
1: yeah Um, tasked with addressing potential threats head on like I said they sometimes have Astartes with them so they sometimes have space marines with them they sometimes have uh, Astro Militarium the Imperial Guard um so, yeah, uh, having having your your fighters with you is very important. Um, diverse backgrounds shape rogue traders, including uh, powerful figures from the Imperium's hierarchy, Adeptus Terra, the Imperial Navy, the Astro Militarum, even the Inquisition. Influential sil- civilians, most notably the Navigators, also contribute to this unique class. Navigators are the psychics, the psychers who are able to navigate the warp and psychically find the Astronomican, Essentially, so. Okay. Um, control C,
2: Control V from Dune.
1: Uh, yeah. Were there navigators in Doom I don't The remember. guild navigators
2: Doom. are the the guys in the spice tanks that are like so high on spice they've mutated, and that's how they
0: because they can kind of see the right, future. Right, I right, think right, that's right. how they don't yeah. crash into shit when yeah. I yeah, brought yeah. I brought Dune on the boat. Didn't even start it yet. It started that other uh Tchaikovsky Ch- book. Tchaikovsky uh, yeah. Time. The, oh no, yeah, you didn't
1: get Children of Time. You had the Wolf and the yeah.
0: Yeah, the Wolf, wolf and, the, the and the Tiger. Yeah.
1: There you go. Yeah, have you met both the Wolf and the Tiger yet?
0: I've met both of them. Yeah, I, I, right. I'll talk about it on another bonus. But anyways, yeah, <laughs> I haven't read it.
1: So I don't know. I'm talking yeah. on my ass. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Politics often dictates, uh, dictates the path uh, for the rogue trader uh, free from imperial command. Uh, they conveniently operate outside the center of power in the emperor's realm. Uh, they frequently carry a reputation as outcasts, uh, a sentiment shared by high ranking officials across the myriad branches of the Adeptus Terra who deem them better kept at a distance from the throne world. So there's a lot of instances of them being like, hey, this is a really powerful person who might be problematic for existing societal and and class norms. So maybe we just like send them to the fringe, you know? Mm -hmm. Uh, Go be a pirate out there. You're fine. Beyond imperial oversight, rogue traders function as a law unto themselves. Among their ranks, one finds devout servants of the god emperor spreading his light beyond the fringes of his dominion. Yet others are a little more than glorified pirates and scoundrels. Many rogue traders exude charisma, skilled diplomats, and when necessity arises, unflinching killers.
2: It would be a lot more fun if our current real-world politicians just like had their rivals become pirates out at sea, opposed to having them suicide in mysterious ways. I think, it'd be a, <laughs> I think that would be a lot more interesting if out in the Caribbean there was just like some ex-Clinton aide who was the captain of a sailing yeah. ship.
1: You, you heard it here um, first, folks folks pete wishes epstein was still alive and uh sailing the seas uh,
2: <laughs> he's got a treasure island already i mean it's a great base
0: uh, yeah our our prime minister uh, got divorced i saw a video or no a, a photoshopped image of pete davidson holding her hand and walking wow. out of somewhere and i was like what is that real but no uh, but yeah, yeah, that's <laughs> fucking great. David, pete
1: david Davidson, if you're listening if you're on the off chance you're listening to this please Please date Trudeau's Sophie
2: Trudeau. Oh God, <laughs> yeah. please,
1: please. uh Entourages of companions and hangers on often accompany rogue traders, encompassing alien warriors, mutants, and societal bol- societal undesirables. So, say that ten times fast. Societal uh,
0: undesirable. Societal undesirable No, I, I couldn't do two, so we can move on. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> he,
1: he could do one and then gave up on it. So
0: I had okay. I had kombucha in my mouth. <laughs> <laughs>
1: Many within the Inquisition's puritan faction would swiftly label such a rogue trader—one with the alien warriors and the mutants and the societal undesirables on board—a heretic, um, because you're normally not allowed to hang out with freaks. Not, not in my not in my 40k universe. No. Nope. Um, rogue traders epitomize exceptionalism, achieving success beyond the aspirations of ordinary Imperium citizens. Yet their individuality often carries extreme character quirks. So, like I said before, you have devout servants of the God Emperor <laughs> to actual pirates. Rogue he's trader, not a murderer,
0: he's quirky. Yeah. <laughs> he's, he's, he's a little wacky. A little
1: wacky. Just a little goofball, that guy. Yeah. Uh, Jan van Yostobal, the most infamous rogue trader, uh, and the first to be described in 40k, veered towards the path of an officially sanctioned Desperado. Uh, eventually, he just, like, he, like, started as, like, a cool rogue trader in the eyes of the Imperium, and then was just like, cool, plundering is great, I get really rich, and just, like, kept plundering, kept plundering, kept plundering, and, like, originally... A lot of people saw him as like a hero fit like a folk hero figure. Like, yeah, he's going around, he's like like saving these worlds, you know, and they're paying him back for his generosity. But then like over time he becomes like this villain that, like, oh fuck, yeah, he's just like he's gone on he's jumped the shark and now he's just like plundering world after world. Like, oh, I I've I've arrived to save you from uh hm, what do you got here? You got the rock you got some frogs you got some frogs (laughs) in your rocks i mean i'm here to save you from those don't fear and takes out his blaster and like shoots a shoots a frog he's like cool i'll be in the treasure room (laughs) (laughs) he
0: only only read half of robin hood he forgot to like give to the poor exactly exactly yeah yeah, 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 yeah,
1: yeah. yeah. (laughs) he robs from the and it's like the problem with like robbing from the rich too is like he's now taking that that what he's robbed from the rich not putting it back into the economy but just leaving the planet Right,
0: <laughs>
3: like, yeah.
1: literally, well, he's making
0: like, all their money more valuable. He's he's fighting inflation, one <laughs> yeah.
3: planet
0: at, at a time. Yeah, yeah. Oh, it's it's the rogue Economics, right? <laughs> yeah.
2: It's trickle up into space economics. <laughs> <laughs> uh,
1: while many traders are flamboyant, reckless individuals, each trader emerges from a distinct background. Newly minted rogue traders may hail from the Astra militarium Imperial Navy, merchant fleets, Administratum, even the Imperial Inquisition. Each offering unique perspective skills. Some lead modest lives, commanding single, antiquated starships. Others bask in unimaginable wealth and power, commanding fleets and private armies. Uh, Privileged individuals may even forge alliances with space marine chapters, reaping the benefits of cooperation. Some rogue traders delve into mercenary work, leasing their services to the highest bidder, whether pirates, fellow traders, or imperial organizations like the Adeptus Mechanicus, Astro Militarium, or or the Inquisition. So uh, often they are guns for hire. So far oh, I want to
0: be one of these guys. I thought I wanted to be a psyker, but I think I'd rather be a a rich guy no, yeah. who just gets hey, psyker's not town. a good gig, dude. Psyker is yeah. like you're
1: constantly exp- exposed to like hell until you like eventually go crazy and melt from the psychic energy that oh. like flows through you. Yeah. There's like yeah. a ch- like when you use a psyker in in battle, like there's a chance that they just melt because like they get overwhelmed oh. by the psychic power basically. Well, uh,
0: Bobby had these uh one class. I couldn't tell if they were 40k or Blood and Plunder, but they're uh they're they whip themselves like the Mario does. As, What's it called?
1: They're, they're a, Age of Sigmar. Let's see. He has a flagellant army huh Flagellant oh,
0: army. Cool. Yeah, so they go cool. in, they hurt themselves, or they have a chance to, like, kill themselves, but they do <laughs> crazy damage on the front lines. So you send them in, and, like, hopefully they just wipe out a bunch of people. But Those yeah. are in 40k they're, as well. They're part they're of the Sisters of
2: Battle. Oh, cool. Um yeah, I think uh, being a psycher risk of melting your brain or maybe your entire body and then killing everyone around you is bad. Where it's like you can just like fly to planets where everyone's still a peasant and get gout, which
0: sounds yeah, exactly. yeah. <laughs> yeah. I want to be the Mister Moneybags who just keeps waiting at different doors and then charging dragons to go through them. Uh,
3: yeah. <laughs> yeah, exactly.
1: Uh, so let's talk about where they came from let's talk about their start uh the origins of the rogue traders trace back to the early days of the great crusade a pivotal area in the late 30th millennium fueled by the emperor's will the pioneering fleets of the crusade embarked on a galactic voyage of discovery so again this is after the age of darkness when the uh the god emperor of mankind is trying to reunite all the worlds this is when he forms the rogue traders and says like hey we just need people to go out and explore Preceding the monumental expeditionary fleets were smaller, independent flotillas, often commanded by a distinct class of martial leaders known as the Rogue Traders Militant. These leaders, many of whom were former rulers of dethroned realms, emerged from the Unification Wars on Terra and later from the expanse of the Great Crusade. So during the uh, Unification Wars on Terra, which we haven't really touched on very, very much, but also, you know, as the God Emperor goes, finds these worlds which have been just like completely cut off from the rest of humanity for 10,000 years and says like, oh, by the way, we have like, a, we have me who's, you know, a 24 foot tall man in shining golden armor with intense psychic powers to lead all of humanity. So like submit to, to me, uh, you know, these leaders facing kind of that critical decision could defy him and, and cling to his pride and probably just get like, bo- like orbital bombarded, uh, into yeah. dust yeah. or, or they could choose subservience and embrace the great crusade right. opting for, opting for service. They embraced the emperor's warrant of trade that he offered.
0: There's um, war on terror in this world, too. <laughs> Warrant of trade. <laughs> yeah. No, earlier there no, was, though.
1: War, war on terror. Terror being the fantasy. Oh, oh yeah. sorry. Okay.
0: But he says it like Bush does. Yeah,
1: or yeah. terror. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so the, the, the privilege comes with the cost, of course. The rogue traders, militant, uh, assume the role of scouts, venturing ahead of the leading edge of the Great Crusade. Uh, accompanied by their armys, armies and assets bestowed upon them by the Emperor, they carve a path through the void, which is not always a super safe uh job profession right uh operating on the fringes the rogue traders militant could scarcely expect reinforcements when faced with overwhelming adversities uh adversaries excuse me as they delved deep into uncharted space their fleets often bore the appearance of ragtag wanderers many starships were spoils of war seized from defeated foes and sometimes even xenos vessels of unprecedented design so again talking about how It'd be the coolest to be these guys who get alien spaceships and stuff, instead yeah. of just like your lame human spaceships.
0: How, it yeah. must be tough to run one. Like in Dragon Ball Z, the only reason they were able to run the spaceships they find is because they had a Namekian around already. Like, how do you? I guess you you kidnap someone and you make them do it for you, right? Yeah, I that's guess. A real answer. Yeah. Or
2: it's just a gap in the writing where it's like, no, no, no. Like for thirty thousand years, the space aliens has been using the same shaped plugs. Actually, you can <laughs> yeah, play yeah, yeah, everything still works here. Exactly. Yeah. You don't need any any of your heretical European adapters for any yeah. of this
1: shit. The one universal con- uh, constant is the shape of steering wheels. Yeah, uh,
3: right.
1: <laughs> following the cataclysmic. Uh, oh no, sorry. Uh, Returning to Terra was forbidden for these rogue traders militant, the original ones. Like, you, you can't come home. Like, we'll let you live. Uh, you can serve, but you gotta, gotta go out there. The Emperor's wisdom extended beyond mere rivalry. He aimed to ensure that even in death, these individuals served humanity. Countless vanished, swallowed by the void, consumed by nameless Xenos, horrors, or enslaved, far removed from Terra's elimination. Following the cataclysmic emergence of the Great Rift, a pivotal moment saw nearly 100 rogue traders summoned to McCrag for a crucial symposium. I think this is going to be where the game takes place. If I had to guess, it's going to be during this era. Um, so the Great Rift, or the Cicatrix Maledictum in High Gothic, stands as a fissure in reality, a tumultuous galaxy-spanning maelstrom of warp storms that severed the Imperium of Man's Dominion neatly in two at the end of the 41st millennium. So this is like modern day, and this is the only picture I have this whole episode. It's that's just kind of cool. a, kind of a picture of what the the uh, Great Rift sort oh. of looks like and how it kind of bisects the galaxy and has kind of separated uh, mankind.
0: Yeah, it really yeah. means business. It is. I love bisects, yo. But um, <laughs> they, you, this is a game. This is going to be a game. I, I forgot that that's how we started with this. I'm so, very yeah, with I, I
1: don't know. I don't know for sure. I have done. No reading. Haven't watched any trailers. I know nothing okay. about the. Uh, all I know is like having read now, researched the Rogue Trader faction from Warhammer 40K. I'm like, I think it makes a lot of sense for you to be a Rogue Trader that is summoned to McCrag by Robuti Gullman, right? Yeah. Okay. Oh, so the, okay. the the origins of the Great Rift remain shrouded in mystery, though numerous theories abound. There was the breach of the Cadian Gate during Abaddon the Despoiler's Thirteenth Black Crusade, which we'll talk about the fall of Kadia someday. The sorcerous actions of the demon Primarch Magnus the Red, the chaos within the webway, the awakening of the Eldir, Eldir, Eldari god Inead, the destruction of the old craft world BL10, which I believe we talked about in the Eldar uh, episode, the breaking of the Fall daemon cage, ongoing war with the Imperium and Tau in the Damocles Gulf, even even the resurrection of old Raboodi Gulliman himself, all stuff that we haven't talked about, so if you don't know what I'm talking about, no, don't I was about say, <laughs> not...
2: we're, uh, we're blasting through this real quick here, Ethan. Uh, I don't we know talk, what any of these words mean. We talked uh, about, about Raboodi. We, oh, yeah, talked we, about booty. We,
1: we didn't talk about his resurrection. I don't believe we oh, talked about okay. his resurrection.
2: Every I remember time. it about, the red talk, like a month ago.
0: Yeah. yeah I remember na- spelling his name as a challenge. Yeah. yeah. Uh, but
1: I, and maybe, maybe we did. I just, I think it was that was uh, one of the first hundred forty k episodes we did, like earlier on for sure. Um, uh, the, he's the leader of the Ultramarines faction of Astartes Space Marines, right? Which is the um, blue
0: guys. Yeah the, main the, the, the guys quinti-
1: yeah, the quintessential blue guys. When you see a yeah. Space Marine, like your default yeah. one is the the Ultramarines, and they're led by Raboodi Gulliman. Uh, and I think his resurrection, like, has happened in the intervening years since we recorded that episode. Even like, I think that's been <laughs> added to, added to the fiction. You know what I mean? Since, because oh, cool. uh, obviously, these are all ongoing stories, and a lot of the Horus heresy is, is still ongoing, and uh, to this day. Very cool the uh whatever the cause all these tumultuous events of the 41st millennium kind of converge culminating in this galaxy altering rupture
0: i was With, thinking it's a good thing these guys keep making lore huh or else we'd be shit yeah, out of luck i'm never yeah. out of yeah. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> we, we, we have to make our own oh we, God. We, we, uh, when you
1: said like you're gonna take over doing the 40k lore or you're gonna start like steal like like stepping into this zone i'm like go nuts dude like there's so much and they they release a new freaking book every year like yeah yeah. i like never catch up
0: we have two or three Fallout episodes there's a 250 episode podcast on fallout war
1: there you go like yeah like (laughs)
0: like you we could just get super micro on anything i guess well
1: especially with all these tangents
0: uh, <laughs> <laughs> my bad my bad <laughs> uh
1: with its opening with the opening of the great Rift, comes an onslaught of unrestrained empiric energy and malevolent darkness an upheaval known as noctis eterna to the imperium uh, uh eternal night i believe that means eternal night yeah without oh, without lit. i did google some of the latin in this episode didn't google that one i'm like i'm pretty sure i can nail it um <laughs> This phenomenon alone wrought devastation in consuming worlds, fleets, and legions. And I have a a quote uh, from Commissar Conrad at the launch of the Indomitus Crusade. It was the crusade to uh, respond to this, this new threat. The flames of hatred rage across the galaxy. Like a forest, humanity stands before it all, but ready to be consumed. Despite the darkness that has cut our galaxy in twain, we must find unity and faith and stand against those that would destroy us, our weapons roaring in defiance. We will cross the Scar of Chaos and reunite humanity, step by bloody step. Cool. Um, so this happens. This great rift opens. And if you're a rogue trader at the time, you get a letter. Uh, you know, your owl flies in through the, the owl hole and brings you your magic letter. Hmm. Uh, it bears the seal of Raboudi Gulliman, the Primarch of the Ultramarines and Imperial Regent, an honor none can refuse. You can't refuse an invitation, right? From, uh, from this guy
2: it would be such a good scene where it's like you're above the law, Harry. I'm um, what? And it just like <laughs> gives him a gun in a spaceship. <laughs> <laughs> yeah.
1: Uh, yeah, I mean, it, yeah, you're above the law, but also you got this invitation and you have to attend. Like, yeah. what law? What law is saying I have to attend? Uh,
0: <laughs> you don't want to stay with your evil step parents. You're gonna go anyways. Yeah, exactly. Yeah.
1: Uh, yet from this auspicious beginning would unfold an arduous odyssey, for countless Terran years. So many rogue traders had not gathered in one place. Even meetings of a mere handful were uh, of extreme rarity. Uh, and suddenly he's got hundreds of them kind of all gathered in one, in one space. Dang. Uh, Ultramar, where uh, Roboody uh, serves from, uh, also the name of a yes. gas station in it Quebec. <laughs> uh, <laughs> That's
0: funny. <laughs> you think the uh, guy who sells gas, is, oh, it's the patrol planet. Yeah.
1: Yeah, oh, yeah, exactly, yeah exactly. it's all yeah. I, yeah. I really tried to blow past it because I'm sure we made that this joke when we did the Roboty Gullman and the Ultramarines oh, episode. Oh, but, absolutely!
0: Uh, <laughs> well, I'm not gonna <laughs> let that pass, <laughs>
1: <laughs> not, not once, and also, no, not twice. Did
0: uh, we
2: put out uh, <laughs> enough like gas station egg salad sandwiches for all the pirate kings, or no? I, so. <laughs> I had
0: a good um, one on the train home yesterday.
1: <laughs> <laughs> So so Ultramar bore the scars of war in particular the uh the realm of, of the Ultramarines once impregnable had been shattered by the daemon Pre- daemon prince mortarian and his death card during the plague wars leaving devastation in their wake. Uh so his home is kind of just ravaged this you know rift has appeared across the galaxy and now he summons all these people and they're probably they're probably they're like yeah, he's probably going to ask us to deal with all this horror and shit going on right? <laughs> uh, <laughs> um he he did lead a, a stalwart defense uh, during the Indominus Crusade, uh, but not not everything was healed. His planet was still uh, kind of in tattered. tatters. Tatters, uh, you know, his forces kind of lay in ruin to some extent. Gathering in the halls, the assembled rogue traders showed deference to the Primarch. But Gullman's Stance was one of equality. He kind of talks to them as equals. He's like, "Oh, you don't need to bow to me, twelve uh, foot tall person. When you stand normally, it's like you're bowed."
3: Yeah.
1: Uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, Ultramar had suffered plagues, supernatural in origin, relentless in their spread. Chaos forces driven back, but not eradicated, left an imprint of Nurgle, a dark god's virulent touch. So even though they beat back Mortarion's Death Guard and managed to win the wars, kind of where the bodies fell, these you know plagues of Nurgle were kind of sprouting up.
0: Right. Okay. Which I conf- I don't think Pete made it to that one, but I love Nurgle. Nurgle's like cool True, guy. He there. Yeah, he's a uh, he's a. Uh, Plaguey kind of dude, but he's very jovial. He's very cool. He's kind of based uh, in this whole world of everybody's going to kill everyone anyways. So. Yeah, that's it. Gene, yeah. You didn't
1: want to be a staker. You wanted to be a servant of Nurgle. That's yeah, actually was. playing
0: yeah. in the pus fields. Yeah,
1: yeah, exactly. That's it's, right. Yeah, <laughs> okay. A little like just like playing on his pimples, pop on Nurgle. Yeah,
0: yeah. <laughs> so I got an eye infection episode, from that's a, a normal. <laughs> I have an eye infection from a normal lake right now. I can't imagine <laughs> what would <laughs> happen if I went to one of Nurgle's. <laughs> You'll thing. adapt. But, Isn't that the whole <laughs> thing?
1: An infection is a gift. That's the thing,
0: oh, that's right? true! Yeah.
1: I got a little Nurgle in my... I can wink it at you. Yeah. I in your poop eye. <laughs> uh, through the Indominus Crusade, uh, Gullman had surveyed a galaxy ablaze and foresaw the Imperium's recovery. Amidst conflict, he contemplated, contemplated how to rebuild, recognizing the significance of these rogue traitors. Chosen by Gullman, these rogue traders were to champion the Imperium's future as pioneers, not warriors or bureaucrats. Their battlefield lay in the uncharted expanse of space. Their mission... Discover new worlds for mankind, realms for settlement and prosperity. Warp storms from the cicatrix maledictum's birth had severed much of the galaxy, yet they also unveiled unexplored routes in the fringes of Imperial space. Opportunity, hope, and peril awaited in these uncharted regions, where danger meant not all would return uh that's this is kind of why i'm like i read this i was like oh this seems like the perfect setting to set your crpg in right like
2: yeah it also like i was just thinking that like because like that's the setup for uh like no man's sky which a lot of people like and coming up soon like starfield a lot of the marketing has been about like just exploring space i'm like you know like i don't know if i'm gonna be into starfield but like it's a great idea for a video game and like the hard science fantasy of 40k is probably a hell of a lot more interesting
1: yeah uh, so at the McGrath symp- Symposium, Gulliman offers an exit, an honorable retreat from the Perilous Endeavor. Anybody can just opt out. This doesn't sound like your thing. Uh, nobody steps you know whether that's duty whether that's a sense of adventure whether it's just pride and being like i'm not gonna be the first one to step back you know i mean just like hundreds of people just being like one person please just fucking walk away and i'll walk away with you please uh, 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 uh.
2: (laughs) but also like Uh, it was the offer like okay you need to go straight edge now or you can be my personal pioneers but like if you go straight edge all of a sudden you have to like abide by the laws of the Imperium completely, we're going to take away your letter of Mark and your nobility and shit, right? Like, uh- uh, No,
1: I, I believe it was just like a hey, nothing like nothing changes, just you can leave it. Oh, nothing
2: want. changes, okay.
1: Yeah, I, I believe. Uh, I think that's like, I think from a storytelling point of view, that's the that's the the way to tell it. Again, he did handpick the, it's not every rogue trader, he did kind of okay. handpick the rogue traders that he summoned, he didn't summon every single one of them. Uh, or maybe he did and some of them may have not just answered the summons, but at least all the ones who answered the summon did go. Okay. And also like, the writing is kind of on the wall even for these people i think where like yeah you kind of live this life of relative freedom but like yeah the forces of chaos are seriously fucking humanity up so like you know you probably want to help a little at least and this is like a way that like just go away from the fighting and like build us more settlement settlements where there's not fighting and we'll handle the fighting over here yeah yeah, you know so like it's kind of like a yeah sure
2: a lot of good trade routes probably got cut in half when the rift opened up anyway. Exactly. So it's, yeah. it's, it's, it's mutually beneficial.
1: <laughs> so Rogue Trader Fleets departed Ultramaric, journeying beyond the eastern fringe and the Ultima Segmentum Spiral Arm, holds laden with cryogenic Ultramaric colonists. Uh, they sought uncharted territories amongst the youngest stars, untouched by chaos. Uh, more information on who we're sending to Die of Spaces after the break.
0: Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. There is
1: no right or wrong in our profession. The present changes from the past moment to moment. Only pray for the future to vindicate your act. That is a quote from Warhammer 40,000, Rogue Trader, the original uh, source book, page 116. Welcome back from the break uh we're gonna dive into who gets offered these warrants of trade what exactly the warrant of trade uh and what exactly the warrant trade constitutes a little bit more detail on what exactly these guys do
0: wait a what
1: a A warrant of trade (laughs) Uh, a warrant of terror uh (laughs) so there are many in the imperium who choose the path of the rogue trader when offered while the job might be dangerous the prestige and wealth that can come with it is often appealing enough The most common career paths to Rogue Trader start with the Imperial Navy, the Astra Militarum, the Administratum, General Merchants, Merchant Fleets, Imperial Commanders, uh, or the Inquisition.
2: Politics is just a fucking revolving door, man. There's no chance for the little guy. It's ridiculous. I mean,
1: especially in Warhammer 40k. Like, they don't know that the God Emperor is dying. Uh, Like, most humans in the Warhammer 40k world don't know that, like, aliens or monsters exist until they show up and just kill everything on the planet kind of thing. You know <laughs> yeah. what I mean? Like They're absolutely lied to and kept in the dark all the time. It is explicitly like a feudal system where there are noble houses and, you know, yeah. all these, all these extra privileges.
0: I noticed um, dirt farmer wasn't a prerequisite anywhere there. So <laughs> no, yeah. no, you don't,
1: you don't go from space dirt farmer to, to rogue trader.
0: Uh, Dang. Too bad.
1: But you absolutely can go from space dirt farmer to, uh, uh, little imp playing in Nurgle's pustules.
0: Okay, yeah. well that's that's at least <laughs> at least we got that.
1: That's why chaos is so appealing to so many people. Right. Uh, so once someone has risen above their rank and caught the eye of an, an imperial official with the power to issue a warrant of trade, they're usually given. New warrants are bestowed upon the highest of endorsements, often by the esteemed office of the High Lords of Terra and, by extension, the Emperor himself. The issu- issuance of a warrant is a grand affair, resplendent with opulent ceremonies symbolizing the birth of a new noble lineage. Uh, like I said, they're hereditary, so you get one, any children you have will get to inherit it. Like a taxi license in, in New York or something like that. Uh, <laughs>
0: Is that how that works?
1: <laughs> I, yeah, I remember when, when Uber was first becoming a thing, there was a lot of talk about how... Because like you have to buy a taxi license, and it, it, yeah. it, it would cost a lot of money, like $100,000 or something like that. Um, but you could sell them, and you could... Uh, you could like give them to your your kids to like inherit or whatever. Uh, whatever wow, died.
2: I wouldn't uh call the inheritance of a taxi license to be resplendent exactly. <laughs> <laughs> and I think the
0: ceremony is quite nice. Yeah. I mean, if one's pay if one's paid off, dude, that's like a a hundred thousand dollar token or whatever. And yeah, I'm exactly, pretty yeah. sure I'm pretty sure it's more than that because I remember talking to people in Montreal and it's like closer to like a quarter million. I think here.
1: Yeah, oh, no idea. Yeah. No, I I yeah. just pulled a, a number ab- like completely out of thin air. So. All right, it's cool. I didn't research it for this episode, believe it or not.
0: No. <laughs> well, anyways, uh, if, <laughs> if you have a taxi certificate somewhere and it's completely paid off, you might have come into somewhere. Right? Yeah. Welcome back from yeah. the yeah. break. We're going to tell you how to transfer your taxi license to your children.
2: Yeah.
0: <laughs> yeah. First,
1: you're going to put it into a holding company. The convenient thing is, we've already set one up for you. Lore, Lore Boys LLC. Feel free.
0: <laughs> save, it, save it for Prime. Save it for Prime. Uh, <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs>
1: Uh, so, should the the recipient of uh, a warrant of trade prove their metal, they could f- forge a legacy that encompasses vast cosmic realms, extending the Imperium's dominion in the galaxy. Diverse motivations drive the granting of uh, warrants. Some arise from exceptional services rendered to the Imperium, while others are born of political machinations and exigencies uh there's a there's words ex- word that you write sometimes and you don't really say out loud all that often what
0: does it mean it's like yeah. uh a need i think it's it's expedient it's uh
1: uh it's like a, it's when you need something when okay. you have a need for something you have an ex, i think so now <laughs> i wrote it now an urgent
2: need huh. or demand yes what's the word yeah.
1: exigency. Yep. Ex, exigency exigency, ex- okay. exigency. Okay. i really wrote
0: it i like it I like now it.
1: it's pronouncing it is harder than i i thought about when i was <laughs> dead tired finishing this script uh hereditary nature rogue trader warrants pass from one generation to the next ensuring an unbroken line of heirs to inherit the mantle while many rogue trader dynasties fade new ones continually emerge supplying an unending stream of fire driven by the urge to extend the imperial's grasp.
2: always
0: more capitalism baby never ends. exactly
1: exactly yes. colonize colonize colonize
0: always uh, Uh, the abcs of colonizing is always be capitalism always be colonizing (laughs) or colonizing uh fuck Uh,
1: the following are are (laughs) (laughs) the following are key reasons for bestowing trade uh military service a frequent avenue for obtaining war and trade is recognition of stellar military service stellar i didn't even i didn't realize no pun intended Uh, to the imperial (laughs) Uh, amid a galaxy ablaze with married conflicts Lord Generals and High Admirals spearhead vast Imperial Crusades, reclaiming regions lost to rebellion or alien incursions leading countless warriors and armadas they may seize dozens of worlds in the Emperor's name over solar decades. These triumphant figures ascend to the highest echelons of honor adorned with countless medals, celebrated in victory parades and honored with festivals. Such luminaries, often uneasy in civilian circles rarely retire after their military triumphs. You don't just like leave the Marines you go get a job for uh, Blackwater or whatever. Yeah. Uh, the restless energy they possess finds purpose as rogue traders, channeling their inexhaustible spirit for the betterment of the imperial.
2: Can't take the trader out of the rogue. It's, so it's just like, <laughs> exactly. they, can't, they can't reintegrate.
1: And that's really the only honorable way to get, <laughs> or the, the, of the most common ways to get a, uh, a warrant of trade. That's really the, the only honorable one. So the next is political expediency. Not all warrants of trade are granted as overt accolades. Some arise from pragmatic necessity throughout history. Crusade fleet leaders, while conquering the emperor's name, have occasionally established their own rule over newly acquired realm. These rulers, varying in their allegiance to the Imperium, sometimes maintain a semblance of fealty as long as obligations are fulfilled.
0: Yeah, so like if you're a president or something and you have a son who likes to smoke crack and bang whores. Then you send him to a different galaxy. You'd yeah, be like, exactly. "You're a rogue trader now." It's it's politically expedient for you. To Congrats, dude.
1: Congrats, dude! Congrats. i a what? trader and a hunter. What?
2: <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> oh, dude! Fucking forty k rogue hunter would be a way better game. <laughs> or hunter trader. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah, just like uh, smuggling crack between planets. <laughs>
1: um. But yeah. So so pretty much, it's it's uh you know people will, will have their, their own realms they've kind of like acquired through whatever means the emperor will kind of like or, or the uh, the nobles of terror will kind of take notice and be like hey you're kind of like conquering a lot is this really serving the imperial the imperium's needs and then they'll kind of offer you a, a or you'll, you'll go out and get a warrant of trade uh, you know as a result so uh, absolute power becomes, becomes irresistible compelling conquerors to reject their imperial bonds assert dominion over their hard won territories uh, the Imperium is then left with the option of launching a crusade against them, to oust their new newfound uh, leader. Right? Uh, of course, to get around to such scenarios, you you pick up a warrant of trade, or maybe the a empire. <laughs> Christ! <laughs> Wait, where's the soundboard, dude? You gotta play. <laughs> yeah. the, where's the the what I was, sound?
0: I was I was gonna play some more soundboard, but you seem to really not like it. <laughs> <laughs>
1: Oh, <laughs> oh my god! I hate it. I hate it for our audio medium. Do it. Go the fucking stream on Twitch again, dude. Do it there. All you want. <laughs> what uh, do you mean a sound
0: a, a soundboard for an audio medium? It's made for that. <laughs> <laughs>
1: that's fair. That's a fair. That's a fair criticism. Uh, <laughs> um, so instead of launching a crusade, um the Imperium will just be like, Ah, oh, fine. You can have that stuff. Here's your warrant. Right.
2: Okay, yeah. That's a, um, that is a fair, I was gonna say fair trade It's a little punny, fair exchange Just like, we yeah. will glass your planet And kill everyone you've ever met Or, yeah. you can just put the Emperor's name On your stuff from now on
1: Exactly, yeah, yeah. You, you conquer this stuff for the name And it's really just like, this. these people basically Just like, become rogue traders without the warrant of trade And do it so well That the Imperium's just like, alright, fine, here's your warrant
3: Right? Yeah <laughs>
1: <laughs> Uh so next we've got uh, Space Ducks, of course. Uh, oh, by, default, they, by default, they get Wishy their warrants of Trade.
0: <laughs> yeah, there's one that says Kirby Re, and I'm really tempted to press it, but I feel like it's good. Okay. Okay, we can move on. Sure. I'll, st- sure. I'll stop pressing it. I'll stop uh, pressing it. So yeah,
1: <laughs> the God Emperor of Mankind, when he visits his duck pond in the back, if he runs out of bread, sometimes he'll just throw Warrants of Trade into the water. A uh, okay yeah the, a wall <laughs> uh, into the water
3: yeah <laughs>
1: uh the uh next most common way to uh get a warrant of trade is self-promotion uh also known as being corrupt i guess
0: <laughs> oh. uh <laughs> Wait, you can promote to- yourself that's easy man that's hey so nice. if you have the
1: gusto to do it uh you know it's it's the the george costanza just like you know just fake it till you make it pretend like you weren't fired kind of mentality and yeah. you know
3: <laughs> pretend like
1: you were promoted until everybody believes it could you, yeah, could, you could you imagine the bureaucracy trying to run a galaxy of like a trillion people like it's you could absolutely true. just be like oh janet on you know sigmund four told me that i got the promotion so like <laughs> I, you, I guess you're gonna have to send her an email like because I, I i don't know what to tell you you know
0: yeah no, that's Hold it on the mom banging planet.
1: Yeah, <laughs> yeah
0: get a shot at Marissa Tomei at the end of it. That's, everything's oh, great. Hell yeah, yeah.
3: <laughs>
1: uh, elevating oneself to a position of authority within the intricate web of the Imperium's dr- bureaucracy demands an unwavering drive and an indomitable personality. Amidst all the all the multitudes of the Imperium, the path to recognition requires a ruthless and efficient self promotion. Sometimes, um, so usually these these are the more like uh you know some rogue traders are very noble they believe in in self-sacrifice and then others are just like these these people are just like yeah i'm just gonna promote myself no problem you know Mm -hmm. uh usually it it involves a lot of bribing uh the leveraging of long-standing debts and favors from powerful friends that you might have once once our nepo baby has their warrant they yeah. may aspire to carve out modest cosmic domains beyond the Imperium's grasp, while others seek to lay foundation for a, a noble lineage they're trying to no set wonder up. wonder he's this, so this successful. Project.
2: His last name is also <laughs> of mankind.
1: Yeah. yeah exactly. <laughs> well, he must be related. Ah! Uh, uh, finally. Finally the recognition that we, that we need on this show for our great, great jokes. Um, it's often observed that uh, a lot of rogue traders are vain and yet egotistic. Um... While plenty of them are are venal and even megalomanic. um, and these ones are probably the the biggest embodiment of those, right? Yeah. Right. Uh. Lastly, the most the last the last most common way to uh, get a warrant of trade is is actually by like a being, lot. being exiled, essentially. Um. Sometimes you just rub people the wrong way, and some socialite wasps might get together to try and oust you from polite society. Yeah. <laughs> like you're just.
0: You just, you just keep it, pressing buttons on the soundboard, and people are just trying to have a conversation talking about some <laughs> rogue or stuff.
1: Yeah, exactly.
0: And you yeah. press something called Kirby-ree, and it just fucking derails everything. Mm-hmm, and, mm-hmm. and before you know it, you lost your, your warrant of trade. You're what? But anyways. Mm-hmm,
1: mm-hmm. You're what? what?
2: <laughs> I like the fact that you can just get ejected from polite society. It's just like, okay, you, can, you have to go be a you have to go be a rogue trader now because we don't like having you around, but your bathroom full of classified documents you get to keep.
1: <laughs> yeah, <laughs> exactly. <laughs> uh, I mean, yeah, it's it's like if you're too powerful or difficult to just, like, get rid of, sometimes you just, like, you just get a warrant. It's like, surprise, we got you a warrant of trade. You're like, but I didn't ask for this. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> you're like, what? all your holdings. <laughs> The, so the honor is usually too great for you to just decline. Uh, so you're you're stuck heading out to the fringes of known existence, aka Oregon. It sounds
0: um, like a it sounds like <laughs> a blessing though. Like in this universe, like what are you gonna do? Stay at home and like end up fighting some war anyways? It's like just take it. You know, take the I mean, trade.
1: No the galaxy's big and like if you're already like most of these people are already like nobles and they have like noble lineages and they're right. they're on like cushy planets with like all these servants you know and they like we're we're the emperor's chosen we're not getting invaded like the, the you yeah, know yeah, the astartes yeah. will defend us they they won't defend the uh, common man
0: they're uh, under the p they're at the the p under the pillow planet instead of the petrol planet it's just yeah yeah, 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 but, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah lots of pillows they could tell where the peas are
1: yeah. <laughs> Lots of pillows. <laughs> uh, identifiable peas.
0: Well, yes. they, have <laughs> slaves. they have slaves to take the peas out of the mattresses. Right. So you, right. Don't, yeah. you don't have to
2: experience right. that anymore. Right. Yeah.
0: What was that about? That was like the person who could tell there was a pea under the pillow could marry the princess or something. Anyway. It was like, under a stack of mattresses. But yeah. Yeah. That's a yeah, weird, they, what's that's
3: about weird flex. It?
2: Yeah, I don't know. Yeah.
0: Uh, princess and the pea next. pea
1: please. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> when I'm not here uh <laughs> so gaining the powers and privileges uh of that warrant obviously isn't uh free of consequences rogue traders fleet might wield substantial military might and the warrant often comes with specific requirements uh in fact if there are no conditions attached it's a clear indication that an individual is just being banned it's like oh. here's your warrant of trade and like your list of duties section is just like blank it, Fuck off, like, <laughs> basically. Yeah, <exactly. laughs> yeah. um so yeah basically like you know, the movers and the shakers of the noble class will be like, Well, look at this nouveau rich guy. Give him a warrant. Let's let's totally prank that Chester Haverford fella and give him a warrant of trade send him to the fringes of space.
2: Oh, oh. oh devious, Ethan. Devious.
1: Um uh sometimes too like the authorities will will i mean the, the authorities are always involved whether it's like socialites that have bribed the authorities to issue the warrant of trade or even authorities themselves that are like oh boy this guy this guy sure is spouting off a lot of communism you know Yeah, i was gonna uh, say yeah it's
2: like <laughs> this guy talks about uh health a whole hell of a lot on this planet here <laughs> exactly yeah
1: and it, it's usually just like eh, let's hope he dies on a distant planet you know <laughs> um Uh, so conditions linked to a warrant that like duty section that says fuck off uh can vary widely sometimes it says fuck off sometimes it says other stuff generally it involves some sort of military duty or uh or you know involvement with exploration the imperium's goals basically
0: you're going to sell all the chains to the chain knife guys you got to get all the chains bring them here we'll pay you money for it. you
1: got to go to the chain planet harvest the chains build build out some chain mines for us Yes, uh, so we can exactly. put them on our chain swords.
0: <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah, this <laughs> army's only as strong as its weakest link, so we need you. Out yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs>
1: yeah. Boy, boy, this sucks. I mean, don't talk to the guy going to the Flamer Planet. <laughs>
0: <laughs> <laughs> the Grenade uh, Planet. The, the, the <laughs> just all the planets are so
2: bad for the. Weapon. Like, there's no industry in the Imperium of Man whatsoever. Everything is like fucking like pasture to table, just harvested <laughs> and <stuff>. <laughs> <laughs>
0: yeah that guy that rich guy you're talking about earlier he's from the couch planet his name was chester field i think yes uh
1: so uh some of the more frequent conditions uh tasks you might be assigned uh the primary one making the galactic rounds so uh Mm -hmm. frequent stipulation tied to the issuance of your warrant might be that you uh, we need somebody to go check out this planet uh you know be uh be a presence. Uh the world might have been isolated or overlooked by Imperial authorities for generations. Uh maybe there's been a, a lack of tithes recently, you know. Uh we're not getting the money from these planets that we should be getting. So we just need right. to go go check it out. Just um, remind um, them a aware.
0: Sorry. <laughs> just gotta go remind them a little that we're not getting our money that's due. Exactly. Yeah, exactly. Pick up the yeah. planet by its ankles and shake it. Because yeah. yes, yeah. because they
2: didn't know there was an emperor for ten thousand years. Doesn't mean they don't know yeah. us taxes. The, exactly. the
1: space—it's uh, you know—you fly a xeno Zeno spaceship that's just like a giant alien hand that's rubbing its like thumb and two first fingers <laughs> together,
2: <laughs> zooming across the <laughs> air, it's like yeah, just, a big rattling tin cup. <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs>
1: um so chances are <laughs> communications with a planet might have been sporadic and complete and unreliable who knows the rogue trader's mission is akin to a state visit complete with grand displays of imperial nobility the visit involves donning formal attire displaying badges of authority assembling retinues deploying honor guards playing music waving flags all removing
0: the, all that. digits until they comply yeah breaking uh, kneecaps you know <laughs> yeah.
1: waterboarding all that good uh-huh. stuff uh, <laughs> Uh, all this is a deliberate spectacle designed to remind the world's leadership that the Imperium still exists and is fully aware of their existence and Yeah. Uh, I was just
2: imagining like an unorbitable, an fuck me, orbital waterboarding <laughs> where they like <laughs> drop a giant towel on a city and then drop a <laughs> bunch of water. <laughs> Three
1: trillion tons of water on a city like We've a had- tsunami from space.
0: We have talked about space waterboarding before. I'm absolutely sure of it because I have a memory of like us saying like in zero gravity, throwing the towel and like the blob of water. on <laughs> Oh boy, it's
2: our chosen yeah. method of um, interrogation on the lore, wars, Clearly, yeah, it's yeah. yeah, how well, we all uh, got our. We have an instructor
1: on. in the Discord.
0: Yeah, it's true. we had to answer a series of lores, a series of lore questions between waterboarding to join the. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's um, Roboute Gulliman. <laughs> <laughs> Zelda had the first safe. Out. <laughs> uh, some
1: planetary governors get too big for their britches and resist the rogue trader's visit, displaying overt opposition or just too much gosh dang reluctance. Uh, in such cases, the rogue trader's role expands to include launching punitive actions to compel the unco- uncooperative world into compliance. Uh, which leads us to our our next common task that might be issued on a warrant of trade, which is spanking the Uh, (laughs) non-believers. When the the display of Imperial prestige fails to yield the desired outcome and a world remains openly defiant against the Imperium, the rogue trader has no choice but to resort to military action. Most most newly appointed rogue traders are wary of wasting their resources on a small-scale conflict in Podunk County space yeah, uh, yeah. It, and, it's not it's, easy to
0: bring water into space it's heavy it's expensive, yeah exactly yeah uh, <laughs> you don't want to you don't want to waste it on some other low life's lungs or whatever
1: oh phone call jamie was that the uh, soundboard what
0: <laughs> uh, <laughs> that was an alarm uh, but now you've reminded oh, me the soundboard exists
1: anyway so. it's 5 p.m jamie it's time to wake up yeah uh, I,
0: forget, I forget why that exists but i, 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 just, I know i train
1: love- it's happened before it's happened before that you just get like random alarms you're like i don't know why that's there
0: yeah Uh, (laughs) and i I didn't remove it either i said till tomorrow we'll deal with this again tomorrow
1: (laughs) every day also like you take a train once and you're like well i better put a repeating alarm every day at 5 p.m
0: yeah i just put so little thought into it like the amount of thought that i would have to do to just like fix it to me is not worth just turning it off Um.
1: So yeah, so so most rogue traders are like, oh, I don't want it. Like they don't want to get involved in a in a war on this like backwater planet, right? So instead, they offer a decisive and powerful demonstration to crush any further resistance. Whoa, whoa. Uh, there's these things called orbital lances. Uh, it's the favorite approach by most rogue traders. It sends a clear message that the rogue traders not to be trifled with. Targeting key infrastructure uh, can weaken the governor's grip on the planet and disrupt their ability to lead. Alternatively. <laughs> <laughs> Strike, striking a location of personal significance to the planetary ruler might shift their perspective, right? Uh, yeah, it might. Ob- obliterating a luxurious palace or prized retreat, you know, their prize-winning poodle uh, from space, <laughs> could lead to a change in their stance.
2: The tree um, with their initials and their lover's initials carved into it, just like evaporated yeah, yeah. to space. <laughs>
1: um should the initial show of force prove inadequate a more sustained sustained campaign may become necessary um no rogue trader seeks to be entangled in war there are times when it becomes inevitable however
2: wars are expensive exactly and Mm -hmm. i'm not out here to spend money i'm here to make money dude
1: it's not easy to resupply your your ranks of sycophants and Astartes warriors while (laughs) on the fringes of space right
3: (laughs) yeah
1: um Usually they'll they'll offer like a political like political machinations, things like that, but sometimes they gotta sometimes they gotta shoot uh giant lasers from space, you know? Um
0: <laughs> gotta do what you gotta do, man.
1: Sometimes. The next the next biggest uh or another another thing that uh might show up on your warrant of trade is the colonization mandate. Uh sometimes, you know, you just gotta establish new settlements in the emperor's name. That's all we need you to do. So here's your warrant of trade. Here's your here's your noble lineage and your uh license to kill. <laughs> go, go find the <laughs>
0: um, Yeah, That's cool. You get a new last name and a license to kill. That's awesome. Oh, yeah. yeah. uh,
1: so, the Adeptus Mechanicus, the, the kind of like the machine folk, um, with their explorator fleets, uh, will scour the cosmos. They'll meticulously record and document celestial phenomena, stellar bodies, and habitable planets. Um, when a potentially habitable planet is identified, the report is forwarded to the administratum, where it is very quickly lost for centuries essentially <laughs> they just if they file it away they're like cool yeah there you go um if you know it sits there for a long long time until eventually it it kind of bubbles its way back up to the surface uh and you know eventually it will be issued to a rogue trader to be like hey there's there's this planet that's been sitting on my desk for three millennium you want to go you want to <laughs> check it out uh, uh so oftentimes during the passage of time between the initial exploration and the settlement mission a lot's changed (laughs) Uh, a lot of uh, events may have shaped the planet's fate could have been ravaged by galactic warfare seized by alien forces you know absorbed into a galaxy spanning chaos rift Uh, it's not unheard of for a rogue trader to arrive in such a world only to find it uninhabitable already inhabited incorrectly categorized who knows you know the true horror uh, the the incorrect categorization (laughs)
2: i would love to think it's just like you're like the newest rogue trader on the block and you don't get the respect from the other boys because you don't have the experience and it's just like you have to clear out the backlog of like colonization orders basically yeah that have been (laughs) there for 25 000 years
1: well well, let's say oh you're a new rogue trader what's your what's your task oh you gotta colonize worlds okay let's see uh you know All the good worlds are taken. You know that, right? We got the bumblebee sting world. Uh, What do we we got here? We got a broken glass world. You can go. uh, You can go colonize that one if you want. Covered in broken glass. Uh, What what, what do you like? What's your What's your preference? Uh,
2: Yeah, I was really hoping something uninhabited. Maybe something that smells nice. Is there some kind of cologne planet? Uh Oh
1: yeah you You want the cologne planet? Okay, sure. uh, oh, that stuff, you know, really gets into the into the urethra. Really stings. Just so you know, just uh, something to watch out for. We get a lot of complaints about that one here at the administratable. Okay, so uh, there you go, uh, cologne planet, uh, burning pea planet. Some people call it. So uh, go out, go out and have fun. <laughs> uh,
2: that, that would give you a like Drinking cologne. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's all there is.
1: That's all there is. There's no uh, no land, no trees, just cologne. A planet of cologne.
2: Twenty three thousand kilometer cologne, cologne ocean.
1: And baby ducks in uh. dishes. <laughs> I'm glad you were on it James (laughs) I was so worried that of all the times you are going to fuck that one up Uh,
0: (laughs) small round of applause (laughs) Um,
1: so a lot of colonies fail obviously they don't last beyond a standard year whatever the the arbitrary measurement of time is Uh, a fortunate few do manage to defy the odds existing on the fringes of imperial rule alone in the cosmic dark Uh,
2: I'm telling you I just got here their sun exploded at some point it's just, <laughs> yeah.
1: it's no, just no. dark. No, no, no. No, no, you don't understand. It, there's nothing here.
2: What do you What do you mean
1: there's nothing? No, no. Our records show that three millennia ago, there was definitely a planet there.
2: Yeah, it, it could have been <laughs> yesterday. I don't fucking know. It exploded, okay?
1: I, I'm just saying. I'm telling you what the order says. The order says you got to sell it. You got to settle it, buddy. Okay, so uh, figure it out. It's not our problem. I don't know what to tell you.
2: Let's <laughs> push yeah. the emperor's flag into a cloud of dust, just like, there it is, I guess. <laughs> <laughs>
1: uh next up is reclamation a frequent stipulation of warrant is that the ret- is the retrieval of lost imperial worlds fallen victim to rebellion alien onslaughts natural catastrophes kind of, some of the stuff that we kind of talked about uh so and oftentimes the the reclamation uh stipulation comes after reclamation stipulation a, there's an album title for you that's a um, good one yeah comes after the, the colonization so they'll get there they'll realize like oh yeah by the way this is this is inhabited by a million bees this planet and it's like <laughs> well okay reclaim it in the name of the emperor then <laughs> um, They rarely involve diplomacy, these missions, obviously. Uh, Demand for immediate surrender uh, might be the extent of of communication. It's usually just like, hey, that's our planet. What are you doing? Okay. (laughs) Imperial records show that we once cared about this planet, you know four million years ago yeah that's
0: it. Uh, <laughs> i'm picturing once they go to colonize and there's already been like a meteor hit the earth and everyone's just like a skeleton you know like oh yeah. well less work i guess yeah. you no know, taxes to collect but <laughs> yeah. who's in charge here just like handing the
2: writ to a skeleton the wrist just breaks off <laughs>
1: yeah <laughs> i was like okay well uh, here you go colonists uh here's your planet have fun sweeping out all the bones uh, Are we, we worried about what made of all what would have made all these skeletons? Uh, it's not my problem. I'm here to <laughs> get you guys here, uh, deal with any threats. And though I don't see any threats around, so have fun. Yeah. Boy, that yeah. sounds like it's getting brighter, huh? Well, either get <laughs> going.
0: <laughs> yeah, and then the, the 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 hand asking for money just takes off. And
3: yeah. Yeah. Yeah.
1: Intelligence on on these uh, worlds, like I said, can be outdated, suppressed. Uh, Rogue trader leads uh, a warlike uh, imperial crusade, um, possibly aided by additional military forces under their command, including, as we said before, Adeptus to the Astartes. Uh, although the Astartes, the Space Marines, always for a limited duration, so you don't get those on on retainer. So you you kind of get them for the for specific uses.
2: They're just right. there to like intimidate the whatever the leader of whatever planet you're on, so that they comply, basically. Mm-hmm
1: yeah yeah exactly okay uh you're like hey if you guys don't comply i'm gonna call my big bro literally okay. the 12 the 12 foot tall space marine it's gonna yeah. come beat you up they're gonna uh,
0: start to beat you up exactly yeah
1: no round of applause wow okay <laughs> uh, so- <laughs> well, no, don't always need a round of applause
0: what <laughs> an <in> episode's enough <laughs>
1: Uh, So despite their potential figurehead role, the rogue trader does not directly control most of their military units, especially not the Astartes. They kind of say like, yeah, you know, these people are not uh, kowtowing to the emperor's will. So can you guys please just come beat them up? And that's pretty much the amount of bossing around they can do of the 12 foot tall superhumans. Yeah, right. (laughs) Uh, um, An administrative body often called a crusader council is formed to strategize and address political concerns, leveraging the rogue trader's diplomatic skills. Each council member holds considerable power, making resource allocation paramount. Um, the extent of the road trader's actual participation usually hinges on their background. So if you if they came from the military, if they came from the Imperial Navy or whatever, they probably have more clout in commanding armies. If they were, you know, one of those like socially exiled ones, it's probably like, Yeah, fucking hands off the military campaign, dude. <laughs> like you're not yeah no, you're not allowed to um, to boss our, our troops around. So yeah. Uh, and then finally, the last one, the, the one I think that we're all, we would all be most excited for is to boldly go, right? Uh, exploration is the core mission of all rogue traders. Um, yet yeah. at times, they may be directed by Imperial authorities to investigate specific regions of the galaxy, like Roboody Gulliman saying, like, "Hey, you guys got to go explore this region to make sure that we can settle uh, our ultramarine um, citizens, uh, colonists there, right? mm mm-hmm. um, Usually, uh, the Imperium possesses incomplete knowledge of the uncharted region. Uh, there might be hinting of valuable resources or strategic assets there. Uh, there could be records hinting at isolated human worlds or alien cultures. Uh, maybe there's ancient t- Necron tomb worlds that we want to just go make sure, like, if they're not woken up, do we want to just, like, set up some bases near there? Um, whatever it might be. Col- I, I From the wiki, I got colossal super weapons from extinct civilizations. Just like, yeah, go check that out. We heard that they oh. had a- we heard, they, we heard that they got a, a gun as big as a star. Go check it out. <laughs> <laughs>
0: make Uh, sure
2: it's registered bring back the serial number we will send somebody to check it out in five thousand years just oh my god
0: imagine a serial number that goes the length of a star but it's like normal writing and it's all the way oh my (laughs) god yeah (laughs) just a guy like scribbling down fuck was that an n or an m fuck
2: yeah yeah do you like those monks that translate the bible from like latin into english it's just like the only thing they do for their entire lives yeah
0: Yeah, and they call it rib instead of half right (laughs) exactly
2: exactly idiots uh i mean
1: there's also um uh from that same channel there's another there's another word which appeared in the uh, pre-translated version before uh the king james version uh this word appeared 27 times and was completely removed every instance of it was completely removed in the king james version you guys want to take a guess at w- what that word might be
2: equality forgiveness i don't know and you're on the right track
1: um, but not not quite love tyrant because if you're uh, king james and you're you're publishing a, a new bible for the common man you probably don't want them to be thinking of okay. tyrant or a i was winner. like
0: oh i heard that before but you told me that at the fire i remember that now okay. <laughs> yeah yeah
1: um so yeah i mean if if uh a rogue trader is going on a, a mission of exploration to find a giant gun uh they'll probably get some adeptus mechanicus to come along with them uh so or if they're going to uh find tomb worlds things like that they got orders you know of the uh, ordo xenos of the inquisition right people to help purge the non-believers essentially mm-hmm. um and that's that's rogue traders that's the life of a rogue trader from from start to finish from baby to finish like i said the the game is the launch date is announced as 2023 but no mm-hmm. specific launch date given uh at time of recording anyway um but
0: silk song situation
1: Exactly. Yeah. i fucking believe Silk Song when I see it too. Uh, We'll get fucking quantum walkie-talkies before I'll get that game. Uh, Okay, 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 okay. Okay, you know what? I get I get the soundboard now. That did forget. Uh, (laughs) Uh, I I hope you enjoyed listening to the show. Uh if you want to uh join the conversation and, and reach out to us, uh joining our Discord is a great way to do that. We also have some social medias like Instagram and is twitter Discord. still alive we definitely don't check twitter nah, is, it a, I, is it a website still i don't know i don't know
2: uh, yeah uh don't send us messages on twitter Well, the one time i checked it was like eight months out of date so i didn't respond so.
1: yeah <laughs> uh if if you have sent us a message and we didn't respond because you listened to one of our old episodes where we really plug twitter thinking that we would we would have the follow-through we're sorry uh we all we also have an email contact at loreboys.com uh or loreboys podcast at gmail.com
0: yeah, uh, check out our uh, new website loreboys.com or the loreboys.com. you can see uh, i don't think it's updated all the way so but we'll get there i haven't nope. done it yet yeah but Pete we got a new one you've been
1: moaning about how i didn't give them the password so he couldn't update the stuff then i did give them passwords like cool i'll check it later today and then never did yeah. so, I don't. Yeah. to hey, be fair i, it's, I asked all I'm saying for this is off my plate now
0: yeah I asked for the mailbag to edit early because I'm on vacation, but I think I'm even just going to get this episode out last minute. So yeah. work is hard, <laughs> um, guys. Work is hard, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Uh,
1: yeah. all three of us off for work today and <laughs> <laughs> me, on, me on vacation since June. Uh, but yeah. work is hard. Yeah. Um, Thanks so much for listening to the show. If you want to help the show, best way to do so is to leave us a a stellar review on your podcast app of choice or to tell your friends. We don't uh, advertise the show at all. So the uh, best way to uh, help us grow is by telling your friends who might enjoy listening to us. Uh, Pete, is there anything going on with Instagram these days?
2: Nothing new, just uh, always special. Nothing new, though. So at Lorbrose podcast on Instagram. Uh, Check out our title cards. Uh, Send us dank memes. Everybody has the same algorithm now, which is very great. So I get the same stuff over and over again. my god uh yeah that's the only social media i gotta plug is the old instagram and then uh yeah thanks for it to everybody who like responds to stuff and comments on the instagram too because the instagram algorithm is something i don't understand but it's going well so uh keep up the feedback guys i love hearing from you
1: cool yeah and uh jamie is there anything you want to plug
0: discord.gg slash oh he found it (laughs) (laughs) i've known where it was this whole
1: time i'm just a goddamn (laughs) professional jamie
0: (laughs) (laughs) I thought we'd add a little spice. Okay, so if you want to get into the Discord, then... Uh, and I think that would cost you a
1: lore
3: boys lore shout <laughs>